At the beginning of the week of July 4th, the moon appears as a crescent shape in the west after sunset. But each night, the moon will appear to slip a little further back or eastward among the stars. The moon reaches first quarter on July 6th, when it appears exactly half illuminated in the southwest. On July 10th, look for the waxing gibbous moon in the south, just above and left of the bright red star Antares. The full moon rises out of the southeast on July 13th, soon after sunset. The July full moon is sometimes called the buck moon, as buck deer start growing their new antlers. But this year, the buck moon is also a supermoon, that time when the full moon coincides with its closest approach to Earth. This technically makes the moon appear slightly larger than average, although the difference is barely noticeable to the naked eye. The nightly shift of the moon relative to the stars is the result of its own orbital motion around the Earth, causing the moon to set about 40 minutes later each night. During this period from new moon to full moon, we say the moon is waxing because the fraction of its sunlit surface is growing. Another nice benefit of the changing phases is that you can see new surface details coming into view as the day-night line progresses across its face each night. All you need are a pair of binoculars to notice some of those features, like craters, mountains, and the dark-colored plains called maria. Look closely near the Terminator line for long shadows cast by mountains, ridges, and crater walls to see just how rugged the lunar surface really is. With the Delta College Planetarium in Bay City, I'm Mike Murray.